Welcome to relationships in the past or present into healing, into joy, into life lessons that make you stronger and bring your sparkle back and help you shine your uniqueness and life purpose out into the world through conversations, self-care rituals, meditations, and human design. Today I'm sharing with you a clip from a podcast that I was a guest on called The Woo Woo Woman by Shelly Saunier. She has just caring open dialogues of her journey to empower yours. So I'm excited to share with you a bit of this. We are talking about human design and how to connect that to your purpose. And that was a really great conversation. I'm going to share with you just a clip because it is a full hour conversation on her podcast. And you can head on over to her podcast, like, subscribe, and do all those great things and listen to that episode on the Woo Woo Woman. It was aired March 20th. And the title is Using Human Design to Connect to Your Purpose with Raven Scott. All right, so let's get going in and listen into this conversation. Hello, and welcome to the Woo Woman podcast. I am so stoked to have Raven Scott here with me today. She's a spiritual mentor and a human design analyst. And I know some of my followers, when I post up my Manny Jen shit on the gram, you're like, what is this? Well, we are going to be discussing this in a little bit more detail. So without further ado, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast and sharing your wealth of information on human design and how it can help us on this journey of purpose. And I think a lot of us can resonate, especially now more so, is this deep desire to truly authentically connect with what our purpose is. And many people are so confused as to what that really even entails. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It's really an honor. I'm excited to share about human design. It's something that gave me such a burst of affirmations, really. So I, I discovered human design two years ago and in 2020, and it was this woman and I was part of this like business entrepreneur course. We're all trying out our new offers. And she was like, Hey, who wants me to read your human design chart? I was like, that sounds amazing. I was in this in-depth spiritual uh, healing from, you know, my past and my, you know, I had two little ones. And so I didn't want to repeat anything in the past. But I was like, ancestral clearing, check. I'll do that. You know, like past life regression, check. I'll do that. I'll do all the things. Oh, human design, of course. So she read my chart and <laughs> it was mind blowing. It was like everything I already knew about myself that I didn't know about myself. Like when she said it out loud, I was like, yes, that's me. Absolutely. Like everything was affirming. And it was kind of cool too, because it gave me the affirmation that, she said, oh my gosh, like, you're so powerful. Like, I don't even know what that means. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yes, I do tend to kind of take over things. I become a leader. I don't even want to. Like, I was in high school, and it was this, like, thousand, multi-thousand, you know, kid youth group that I was a part of, and I was in an adult role still being an, a high schooler. And I was like, okay, wow. that kind of, like, makes sense. Like, yes, I really can just scoot on in and, you know, dominate whatever I'm trying to accomplish or wherever I am. So it was really fascinating. So it took a, some, you know, some time to digest it. And I was like, oh, and like little things would keep popping up in my head. 
So then I would investigate that. And then I would investigate this. And then I just started investigating all of it. And I just dove deep into the books. And I started experimenting and reading other people's charts inside that group. Um, and yeah, it was just fascinating. And it's such an empowering tool. Mm, I love that so much. I have a similar story. So I think I came across the human design concept through a podcast and they were discussing it. And I was like, what is this? You know? And I looked into it and I found out that I was a Manny Gen manifesting generator. And I felt as though the way in which it was interpreted, like you said, it resonated so much because it was a deeper understanding of like, yeah, that's who I am. But the wording and the way that it was pieced together it allowed me to have that connection. And the only other thing that I could express that was very similar to me was having my astrological chart read. And this was, you know, gosh, I think I was like maybe 18, 19 years old. And I remember going through that with the, the astrologer and I was like, holy shit, you know me, like you see me like, and I never felt so seen. And then the human design almost added an additional layer and an an additional component that was sort of missing with astrology at the same time. So it, they, they marry one another very beautifully and that, that experience that I personally had. So yeah, I have a similar experience with that, but again, I only investigated mine as sometimes we always do. (laughs) Well, of course, because you want to know all about yourself and that that makes sense. And it's, what I got into as well is having the little ones and trying to change the, like the way I parented compared to what I, how I was parented. It kind of, I first investigated my families, my kids, my husband's, I still was struggling with like how to relate to him. So it all just like became so clear. I was like, oh, he does this because he has this. And so it allowed me to hold space and have grace versus being like nagging and upset. And it allowed me to be able to speak different things to him and just like find different strategies to be able to work through our issues or I'm going to call it my issues of how I viewed. And then parenting the kids, it was so crucial. And one of my daughters is a projector. I will go through the types, but that's very different than most of us. And you don't parent the projector as you do a generator manifesting generator. You don't put him in that box and yeah, you don't like you know, they don't have the energy to keep up. So it was really important. And it was, it was just so fascinating. And I still do. I, they're kind of getting to the age six and eight, where I can actually tell them like, this is why you have this energy or this. And in a way, not to shoe box them into their design, but just to share with them. This is Yeah. Yeah. My son, like I actually am in a house with all generators and I'm the manifesting generator. And yeah, it does give you a different way and a different opportunity to not only see yourself in a different light and how you function, but also how others function and how you could better position yourself and have a better relationship overall, not only with self, but how you interact and develop these connections with other people, especially your family, like you said, because like, like, of course I've, I found mine and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in a house of generators. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a lot of energy and the interactions with each other is, it's so, it's so key. And even though you may all be the same type, then you have all the different types of authorities, the profiles and all the different details in your charts to 
you know, I always say, and they always say, like, each person is a unique puzzle piece to the, you know, large puzzle at whole. We're a piece of the collective. We all belong together and we all fit just so. And we all need each other, you know, regardless yeah. of like, I mean, I love these, these, um, these tools that we have as far as like, you know, the Enneagram, the tarot, astrology, the human design. I love them so, so much because they do give you a different perspective. And it's almost like seeing something from a different vantage point um, and seeing it also because they all have different ways of expressing the messages depending on the modality itself. And yet at the very same time, there is this underlying like individuality that is also a part of the whole and a part of the universe. And it is a part of nature itself. That's also in the midst of that co-creation and that development. So it's like not saying like, this is the end all be all, like this is who I am and using that as an excuse. It's seeing it as like, okay, this is, this is how I process energy according to this modality. This is what's going on in, you know, my fifth and seventh house as far as like my natal chart and being able to um, really kind of observe yourself and others from, you know, almost like an inclusive perspective as, a fo- as opposed to like exclusive, like this is who you are, this is who you should be, this is how you function and using that as like an excuse to like get through shit, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. I'm in praise, that is just who I am. No, you got to use that and say, okay, like yeah. what is the higher evolved version of this? How can I function better? How can I, you know, move through this with less anger and with less frustration? Yeah, you, you said the exact word I was just going to say is that both astrology, you know, even your intuition with the tarot and human design, it's a self-development tool that just dives deeper in the spiritual realm that helps your soul evolve yes. and learn the lessons that it's learning in this lifetime. The interpretations too, I think are everything because I love these modalities because it it has a foundation, but the way in which it is expressed too, is also individualistic, depending on like the school of thought per se. So, um, yeah, I love this so, so much. So tell us a little about maybe about your kinds. Um, and I hate to say kind, but like, what are they really called? Cause again, I'm fairly new. So I'm learning with all of y'all who are listening, okay. the, um, types, yeah. the types, the types, there you go. That's a better word. So the different <laughs> types, um, and what it's, what it's, how it's been useful for you and how you now move with this knowledge maybe and kind of like the application of your type and how it's how it's assisted you in your overall you know way yeah. of moving forward yeah the application is huge because when you first hear all of the types quote-unquote strategies it it sounds alien it's like well i don't know how to even apply that what are you talking about so i'll, I'll do my best to kind of give the best language i can so the first type that is the majority, there's uh, about 30, 33% are generators. So you and I are generators and we have that defined, it's called the sacral. So human design is a modern system that combines a whole, a lot of different ancient systems. So it's, it has the astrology intermix, it has neutrinos. So it's like the science of neutrinos, the tiny particles of mass. It has the Kabbalah, the chakra system. And so it's combining uh, the I Ching, it's combining all of these things to give you a really great map of how your energy works. So as a generator, there are all these different centers on your chart. And if you don't know how to find your chart or what your chart looks like or where to get it, 
she'll put it in the show notes for you to find. Um, so the first type uh, generator, you have your defined sacral. Really what that means is you're here to do. Your purpose is really here to do what you love and to follow the breadcrumbs towards your purpose. Your doing will then allow you to respond if that's your strategy. So it's like wait to respond. Well, it doesn't mean you like sit around and twiddle your thumbs and wait. You do what you love, what lights you up, that brings you joy. And then that will spark some other energy, another person to reach out. And then you get to respond to it, yes or no. So really actually very recent and exciting way that this is applied in my life was I was just creating reels on Instagram, right? It's fun. And I'm, you know, talking about narcissism. That's like my book. And so I just posted a really quick reel about childhood trauma. You know, childhood trauma, you know, you may have lost your memory, da, 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 da. And I just talked straight to the camera. And a while back, like six months ago, I did some Instagram lives with this narc abuse TV network. And it was just on their Instagram channel. And he didn't really tell me anything more. He's like, this is an audition. I'm like, I don't know what for what. I'm just like trying to get out on Instagram. So then he DMs me and he said, you, that's it. That's exactly what I want. He says, you are my first show. You're the first one that's hosting your own show on my network on YouTube. And I was like, responding. I just put out what I loved. He, he reached out. I'm now responding in my strategy. And I'm like, yes, heck yes, absolutely. So it, that's going to be starting in a few weeks. So it's like, that's just a key, one example of like, you, I literally had no motive behind that reel. I was just trying to share. Yeah. That is powerful. And it also, you know, in that, with what you're saying, it's also a means of confirmation when those things kind of happen too, right? It's like, you are on the right path you know, because I think as human beings, we oftentimes question our purpose. We question where we're at. And when we allow ourselves to like move authentically and these, these happenings happen, it's like, okay, like, yeah, like this is it. Like it clicks for you. So that is just like powerful in and of itself. As you mentioned before, as somebody said, like you are powerful, it's like you have that power, right. To, to step into your authentic energy or authentic nature and allow that to kind of create ripples in, in the frequencies of the universe and life itself to again, create and fulfill what you are intended to create and fulfill. Absolutely. I yeah. love that so much. What a powerful story. It was pretty fascinating. I was like, I, I know I'm living, I'm like actually acting out of my strategy because that just happened. <laughs> Versus like overthinking something is like, oh, I should be posting this because of this, you know, whatever, you know, all these different, um, out, not the algorithm, but I don't want to use the word strategy because it's different, but yeah, like this Instagram strategy, like I just, I was just sharing my truth. Yep. And that's, <laughs> that's the only way. And I swear, like maybe the algorithms can like pinpoint that, right? It's like, okay, I can smell authentic nature in this video and in this post and like maybe put yeah. that forward right because everything is energy essentially in so constant people can and so yeah. people can smell the authenticity they yes. like it and the computer is like oh they're liking it they're liking it let's put it yep. out because this this authentic energy it's all energy yeah mm -hmm. yeah so then the other uh type is the mansion which you talk about all the time because that's who you are 
Yeah. And what it is, is two types combined. So you have a nice complicated <laughs> type where you have the manifester and you have the generator. So you have the energy to do like the generator. And there's about 30, 33% as well of these in the world. And you also have the initiative action and energy that a manifester would have. So you get to envision and have this like aha moment or vision. You get to now inform and say, I think I'm going to do this. And then you're just going to have fun and do what you love and try it. And mm -hmm. I think what you can relate, and we talked a little bit about this before the show, is like your uh, experimentation is key. And I think I just posted something on my Instagram today. It's like perfection is experimentation, like yeah. moving through life and trying and failing and trying and seeding. And oh, here it's like the ultimate like mad scientist with the like multitasking with all the balls in the air and all these that's different me. projects. I was sometimes. <laughs> that's, that's the man gen. And then when you're moving in that, you get to do what you love and then you get to respond. Be like, oh, yes. Okay. This is here. Oh, yes. And that's just your creative process. So you can't be like shoved into like one project and focus on the one project. Like some people like shame people who are butterflies and have all these projects and like, oh, I'm going to try this now. Oh, I'm going to try this now. Like, don't shame that. That's just one type. And not everyone has to be a one track minded, one type person. Yeah. Like I'm definitely, I do a lot of different things. My energy is in multiple different places. And one thing that I um, mentioned to you prior to the show was that sometimes I have like these two energies and that's why knowing I'm a manifesting generator and a Manny Jen, um, I was like, I, I feel like the dual and you're like, yeah, that's because you have these two energies. And I didn't realize that it was two separate energies coming together. I thought it was just like a specific type and there's a lot to process. And another thing that I think, which could be a part of like my upbringing was that I was, my dad was always like, keep failing. Because when you fail or when you keep doing all these different things, you end up getting to where you are intended to be because there's the contrast, the, the ability to try something and not have to have or be attached to the outcome of trying it or doing it is an opportunity for you to also become a little bit more aware of what your flavor is, as opposed to saying like, I'm officially doing this. And the one reason why I went into nursing, so I went to nursing school, was that I was, I know as a nurse, you could be various different nurses, right? You could be an OR nurse, an ER nurse, a NICU nurse. And I knew myself well enough to know that like, once I do something for a little while, like I want something new, like I want a different something, something. <laughs> I had a friend who, um, it, we learned together human design and she is a mansion and she was an ER nurse and she loved it, but you know, it just also was a lot of burnout too, but yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting. Yeah, it is. Now the other type is the projector, which I'd mentioned. That's one of my daughters and the projector is here to guide. They are not, I think, and I'm sorry if my percentages aren't accurate. I'm not a numbers person. <laughs> I think it's about 18%. So a little bit less of projectors in the world. Jessica Schiller Silverman, you just uh, interviewed on your podcast. She's a projector, and they're they're just our wise guides. They're not here to do. They're here to be. They're here to observe what we're doing, 
And mm -hmm. they're here for us to um, invite and to ask questions. So I would say it's the hardest for our normal, like especially United States society of like, go, 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 do, 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 just do it slogans. Like that's the opposite of the projector. Um, you want, the projector has, does have this aura. We all have auras and they have probing aura. So essentially if they're just being, they're loving what they're doing. They're just kind of like living and creating or whatever they want to do. And they're sitting in a room. They have that presence that can just gravitate you to them. And all of a sudden you'll be in a conversation. You, you sense that they're wise. And then you get to invite them into like, maybe you have a question for them. Or maybe you have a topic you want to talk about. And it just gets their, the wisdom that they're here to give to us out. And it's really amazing. Uh -huh. And I think the misconception with projectors, since they don't have the sacral defined, is that they can't do anything or achieve anything. That's false. Again, that's a box that you're trying to put yourself in, justify that you shouldn't do it because you're afraid. Obama is a projector. Like you can be a president and a projector. Like you can do yeah. things. You just need to have a supportive group of energy around you to support that. Gotcha. And like, I remember you mentioning that the generator is sacral. Um, my Manny Gen, which the, I'm again, I'm not too familiar if everyone's area is slightly different. Mine's also sacral, I believe. Okay. You're, yeah. I think you're talking about your authority. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Maybe that's what you're talking about. Yeah. And, all, all Gen and all Man Gen sacrals are going to be colored in. in the okay. Yeah. So some um, Man Gens have either an emotional authority, that means that their solar plexus, their emotional center is defined, or it's the pure, the sacral authority. Gotcha. And the authority is like, how you make the right decision aligned with your energy. Right. Like that gut intuition. And then with the projectors, yeah. is there a specific area with projectors typically? For their authority? For their authority. Yeah. Um, they can be uh, self-projected, meaning they need to talk it out. They could yeah. um, have emotional authority, meaning that they need to ride out the emotional wave. It's like kind of like a tighter clock. If you have an emotional authority. You just got to ride to the emotions and then wait for the quiet time to make the right decision that feels well. So using verbiage with someone who's in your life that has an emotional authority, start asking them questions like, how does this feel to you? Like, does this feel like a really great, you know, opportunity? Does this feel like a good choice? Should we move across the country? How do you feel? Like big things, it's all about feeling through it. And then wait, don't, they cannot answer you right away. Wait and give them time to answer. Interesting. This is so fascinating too. Like just as I'm listening to you speak, the the knowledge in this with working with spouses, significant others, and children um, is so valuable because when you're able to understand, you know, these these various different layers of how they process energy. Um, it, it again, allows you to move with them slightly differently to be accommodating to the way in which they process energy instead of really forcing the way that you're accustomed to processing energy. That's exactly it. I mean, I swear like marriage counseling, if everyone brought in human design, I think it would save a lot more marriages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. And the pure, if we're talking about authority, like you said, yours is pure. So is mine. I can relate. So yours, you mentioned gut. That means yeah. you get to listen to your gut and you actually allow yourself to make those quote unquote rude comments and uh, not comments, but noises. So you get to be like, 
I mean, rude comments want- too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, you can say, sure, yeah, go for it. Just so you have your open throat. Yeah, is um, you get to ask yourself yes or no questions. So have your partner start to be accommodating to that. And instead of how you feel, the pure sacral needs to be asked yes or no questions. And then you get to feel it in your gut and then it'll come up and it'll be like, mm-hmm, like, yes, mm-mm, no way. Or a, hmm, let me think about it. So what's fascinating with this is when I was younger, I would get a quarter and I would look at either heads or tails and I'll say tails means yes. And you know, heads means no. And this is how I would actually recognize in my body. If let's say, for example, should I go to universal studios? And if I flipped it over and it was no, and inside my body, I was disappointed. Right. And in my gut, I was disappointed. I was like, I really do want to go. But then if it happens and I was like, all right, I'm cool with it. I was like, okay, then I don't want to go. So that's actually like, interestingly enough, I got a flash of that. And I was, that's how I used to make decisions with yes or no, with the, like the heads and tails of a coin and how it felt landing on whether it was a yes or no with that particular circumstance, how it felt in my body. And at the time, obviously I wasn't as versed as I am. And I still am learning every single day, but it's so interesting that like those things are innate almost. Yeah. I think we naturally know how we should be making decisions we naturally know but we get conditioned you know like we I remember us chatting before and you're like are you a man Jen and everyone asked me that I've even been on another interview she's like oh and as a man Jen you did it I'm like I'm not a man Jen but my mom was so therefore I'm really kind of conditioned to be like a man Jen I feel like having lots of you know balls juggling in the air means like I'm a good mom or I'm keeping myself busy but I don't actually function very well multitasking. Like I really can't. (laughs) I got to have like one thing at a time. I got to compartmentalize. And that's even fascinating in and of itself to have that discussion, how like the parenting of the different types can really affect the way maybe like you feel accustomed to being around just because it's been in like your household perhaps and how you know, we think about ancestral things and we inherit things and genetically, but we also inherit actions and, and habits as well. So that's very interesting and fascinating to think about, um, as well as like, I should probably look into what my mom was too. Cause that might actually, yeah, no, I, I had to, feeling. I had to look up theirs. I had to look up theirs. Cause I was, what's going on with them? Well, who, what, what were they? <laughs> I even looked up their astrology chart. It's just, it just helps me because I'm such a Virgo. I'm like, why aren't they just like fixing stuff? Yeah. Oh, the Virgos. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I knew my mom's like astrological chart, but I never looked into her human design. So that I'm going to do that when I get off this, this little pod here. (laughs) Yeah. And I think too, it's really important when you're relating to people, like is looking at their solar plexus. Is it open? Meaning like, is it white and does it amplify things and that's why they're like people pleasing or shushing or like getting super stressed or maybe they're like really loud and they have a temper like that might be why and or the opposite is it defined and they are the ones that kind of control the emotional environment and you have the one that's open and so like how do you interact with that and once you notice that you can then put up your your shield and be like Mm. nope I recognize that that's not my energy. Let's say yours is open and whoever's with you is defined. 
And you can really control your energy and your state of mind and your mental health by protecting your open centers. Good stuff, man. That is a clip from the podcast with Shelly. If you'd like to listen to the rest of it, head on over to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. And if you're really loving it and you want me to continue to post a few more clips from the conversation, just head on over to Podchaser and review this episode and let me know. Or you can take a screenshot of this podcast and tag me at Raven Scott Show and say more, please. And I will definitely um, edit a bit more of this episode and post it on my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful day. And remember, always keep your unique light shining. Losing time.